Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. So what? You join us. We're still out on tour. You join us backstage at the prestigious Leicester Square Theatre. Um, in the centre of London, where I believe names such as Bruce Forsyth, um, Sammy Davis Jr., Joan Collins, Joan Collins, um, Frank Sinatra, Charlie Chaplin, and Al Jolson. The the the, um, the boss man here is um, the grandson of Sir John Lester Square Theatre. Yes, who launched this back as a sort of um, vaudevillian venue. In like 1862. 1862, that's it, yeah, cool. And uh, they had all sorts through here. And this bloke's his great, maybe he's his great grandson, a very old guy. He looks like, he looks, he's in a wheelchair and he's wheeled around like by a sexy nurse. If, yeah, if you remember the uh, the little bald headed man on uh, Benny Hill, yeah, he used to get slapped on the head. Like he looks like him. I was talking to him but in a tuxedo because he was here to welcome us in his wheelchair with his sexy nurse. Hey, Gentlemen, have you come to perform for the hordes, the whores of London? <laughs> yes, we have. We do a podcast. Ah, yes, podcasting. I've is heard. That, is that like a pamphlet? <laughs> yeah, that's sort right. Of, yeah, yeah. He said that we had created more buzz and more heat around this show than yeah. old Blue Eyes himself, Sinatra, did when he yeah. played here. Back in 1958, mm-hmm. he said. He said that's the closest he got. I don't think the Beatles ever played here, so that we can't compare no. with that. But he said Jimi Hendrix did. Hendrix, Hendrix played there. Stones, Led Zeppelin, but um, Lieutenant Pigeon, yeah, and um, Steve Harley and Cockney Rebel, Brother Beyond, yeah, Brother Beyond. And he said that you can feel he goes, the ghosts he, he of Brother goes, Beyond the, in the, the room. He goes, there's an electric around this place gentlemen that I haven't experienced since old blue eyes himself performed here and And he said you've only sold three quarters of the tickets but that's the optimum amount for a perfect show Uh, any less and it feels too sparse anymore it's too crowded it feels uncomfortable and oppressive (laughs) 310 tickets is just enough, he yeah. said. So uh, no one else don't like He me. seemed delighted. Yeah. Uh, because he gets a percentage of all of those tickets. I think that's why he turned up to shake yeah. our hand with his weird bony claw. Oh, God, it was, wasn't it? He almost got caught in my hand. Like, yeah. Tears it off. Yeah, yeah, because he's so riddled with arthritis. Yeah. Once he squeezes yeah. your hand, it's really hard for him to then uncoil his yeah. fingers. <laughs> you know, with a personal touch, that's what matters. I like him. Yeah. So we're here. We'll get him on stage where we do a song with him. 
at the end. We'll get him spinning around on his fucking wheelchair like Davros. We'll have to ask him where the best place to go for the after show party will be. Uh, gentlemen. Oh, string fellows, obviously. I would like to invite you upstairs to my personal boudoir <laughs> uh, where my nurses shall entertain you. <laughs> I thanks very that, much, like. Who was that fella who was the king of Soho that had the, had the club? At the strip, first strip club. Oh, um, Paul Raymond. Paul Raymond, yeah. After Paul Raymond died, <laughs> I had all of his effects purchased <laughs> and transferred across to here for my personal boudoir. <laughs> the Paul Raymond Memorial Room. Mm, I, have a, I have a, 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 a lost rug made from panda fur, which you are both welcome to roll about on. It reeks of spunk. <laughs> Try not to worry about that too it's much. said to have the spunk of Ronald Cray all over it. <laughs> It'll be a privilege for you to roll in. So we're going to do that. That's why we're going on at seven, so we can uh, have a good few hours rolling around in Ronnie Cray's spunk afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sentences you thought Lovely. you'd never say. Lovely. Uh, so it's. I mean, it is splendid here. Mm-hmm. Um, have you noticed that on the? social I've taken to saying that this is the last day on this leg of our tour yeah so that's quite elevated language good I'm choice using, that, that, that creates a demand for the uh, future shows so yeah, yeah. the second leg yeah when I turned up tonight considering that this this tour started in Sunderland on Friday which seems fucking ages ago the amount of travel we've done and the amount of shows we've done I feel as though fucking aged 15 right. years Right. Oh, and God. I need to get home and have some fruit and vegetables I know. and vitamins. I mean, all I've eaten is fucking sleep. falafel wraps from supermarkets for the last, like, fucking... Anyway. <clears throat> we, you don't need to know our troubles. You don't need to know that, lads. <laughs> but the, the, it, when we started in Sunderland at your mate's... It was basically in, in your mate's rig. It's my mate, yeah. It was in his rig, pop wreck. And, you know... Frankie, Dave, Mike, all the lads treated us well. Well, apart from Frankie when he nicked those clipboards. clipboards, But let's be honest, the rig was pretty shit. I mean, the toilet there, I couldn't even use it. The the toilet was like something from, um, I don't know, I was going to think of a comparison there, but it's gone. It, it possibly is beyond comparison. Yeah, it was. It was an unpleasant Actually, place. Actually, there's a in pet element at one yeah. point in our show, and it, it kind of feels like something they live in. From a, when they when they live in, in the stately home in the second series. Oh, I haven't got to and that. And they're crashing on the floor of the stately home. Well, it's kind of it, like it that. was a bit like that. It's, it's very great. It's a great place. It, I love it. It was very but, derelict. When I turned up tonight for this show, I couldn't believe my eyes because I've been to Leicester Square Theatre before but only in they've got a smaller room and I assume that's where we were going to be performing then I fucking heard your voice and I walked in to the main theatre and was, it took my breath away it reminded me of the first time I went to Wembley when you, I heard, was you heard my voice because I was on stage practising my skills yes you were you're breathing uh, one of our theatrical friends yes uh, and uh, avid listener Alex Lowe who some people will know as Barry from Watford and also Clinton Baptiste Clinton Baptiste from Phoenix Nights and he's massive. out on tour he's out on tour he's out on tour starting this week I think and it's a massive tour and it'll be brilliant go and see him yeah go and see yeah. him I mean you know as a bloke he's yeah he's a bit of a cunt but no I'm only joking out <laughs> Alex is a is a lovely guy. Anyway, he's obviously much more seasoned. He's a pro. Yeah. Not like us. 
Yeah. And he's coming to see us tonight. Being, Although we have taken to it very easily, I think. We have, yeah. And I think we're, we're like pretty much at, uh, We're naturals. We're pretty much at pro level now. We're not, well, he, yeah. he was saying, he's, he obviously is a fucking seasoned pro. He's coming tonight, which I think is intimidating because like, we're being watched by someone who's, you know, he's been in this game, man and boy, right? He, t- he sent me a text saying that the reason my voice was going was that I had no stagecraft and yeah. that I didn't know how to sing from the diaphragm. Were you offended by that? Well, no, Did I you, wanted to more information advice. on how to yeah. on how to sing from the diaphragm, project from the diaphragm, but he didn't give me any more. So yeah, I'm, I mean, Google basically, it. I'm fucked. You have to Google it. Going back to that sort of thing about stagecraft and, and prose and everything, and us taking to this like a duck to water. I don't think comedy's that hard, really. No, I think we've, just, we've cracked it. I think the thing is, you need to like most situations in life. You need to attack them, mm. right? Yeah. Always attack it. It's like, like Gary the, Neville says, attack the day. Attack the day. It's like yeah. the, with the ladies, right? Attack the ladies? No, no. Right. But in Rod Stewart's biography, I've probably told this ladies. before. No. <laughs> it's what's called, isn't he it? He said, yeah, Rod Stewart, attacking the ladies. No, he <laughs> says, right, he goes, people often ask me why I've had so much success with women. I'm not the best looking bloke in the world. I'm quite short. So what's my secret? He goes, confidence is the answer. Yeah. He goes, what I've always done is, he goes, most blokes, they'll walk into a pub or a club and they might spot a girl that they like the look of and they'll waste half of the evening glancing over, trying to see if she looks back and see if, like, she might be interested Mm. before making an approach. He goes, what I've always done is, bang, straight in, identify (laughs) the girl you fancy, go directly up to her, and he goes, and man and boy, I've always used the same opening line. Oh, yeah. He always goes up to me, says, hello, sweetheart, what's in your handbag? <laughs> he goes, because that way, he goes, it's a great icebreaker. Yeah. They either tell you, yeah. in which case you've got something to wear. They don't tell you, the conversation flows from yeah. there. Yeah. Now, having said that... It's a bit of a caveman method, isn't it? I'm it's kind not of like sure. throwing the woman over your shoulder and then dragging her off to your cave. No, look. Do you not think? Don't... That bang thing of... Don't take that as meaning that you should go up to women in public and just start asking them questions about what's in their handbag. That's not well, what I mean. That's what you've just said. I know. I've re- I, look, I, not for the first time, I regret everything I've just said, right? But when it comes to comedy, I think that it's important to just fucking set a marker down early. Get out there. Oh, I've just uh, sold another two tickets. Whoa, I've bing, just bing. the latest total. Bing, bing. There goes the buff, buff. Bing, buff, buff. Another ticket has been sold. Actually, that, that bar we were in yeah. on Sunday night in Glasgow, the vegan, the vegan bar yeah. with the lesbians. Vegan, the vegan lesbian bar. Did you notice behind the counter they had a Facebook likes counter machine? Really? So however many likes their Facebook page had, it would go up each time a new one. We need to new get person. that. No, it was for pricks, I thought. Yeah, it's for cunts. Sorry, carry on. So anyway, but when, when I came here tonight, I saw this fucking amazing auditorium, would you call it? Yeah. Right? And then I came in here, where we are now, in our dressing room. Well, the dressing room we had in Sunderland was just like a, a scary room where it looked like several murders had taken place. Yeah. And actually, there I have heard there's ghosts in it, right? Well, the, they we'll reckon, the lads reckon that the ghosts took the clipboard. Yeah, we'll, we'll go back to that in more detail. But here, we are in a room where genuinely some of the top performers in entertainment history in the UK have sat. We have our own shower. We haven't showered together. No. Um, but we could well, if Sammy we chose, Davis Jr. has we, been in that show we, we know that yeah he probably knocked one out in that show <laughs> that's how he 
prepped himself for a show, right? We've got the best thing that I've ever had, which is lights around the mirror. We've both got our own dressing table we are. to apply our makeup, yeah. and there are lights around the mirror. <laughs> makeup. Jalapeño. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Jalapeño. Anyway, I came in and I was very excited and you became worried, didn't you, but by my excitement? I thought your ass was going to drop when we get out there. Yeah. Is that what you felt? I thought Don't you were worried that my said. head was going to inflate. Oh, you were going to go the other way? I thought you might go all dry mouthed and go out there and just like go. Uh, oh, uh, sorry. Oh, oh, I don't belong here. Oh, be like and then sex, just start rolling around on the floor. Back to sex fail. Like oh, when yeah. that girl came up to me in that pub and went, "Hello, Sam," and I went, oh, "Rack 'em up, Phil." <laughs> he thought it was going to be that all over again. The original. That was the original sex fail. With if you, you on shout, the pod. if you just mumble "Rack 'em up, Andy," and I, I'm going to know the show's off. Yeah, that's it. We're done. Uh, but listen, I am. Um, I'm delighted to be here. I suppose that's all. It's I'm great. Saying. It's going to be a lot of fun. You know, I'm. Thanks to I'm everyone. Kind of Half wit have been slightly drunk at the minute. So far, he's come on the show. Like, uh, come to the shows. I can't tell you. I know. I said this on yesterday's thing, but someone said to me today, who was there last night, said it's more like a gig than a comedy show, mm. and that's what it feels like to us. Uh, all of these shows. People are up on their feet, they're jumping around. We order them Everyone's too. I mean, yeah, we're we're quite aggressive with them, but <laughs> they're complicit. Although, yeah. you know, a lot of terrified. A lot, lot of the lads at that first show in London seemed like the sort of wimpy types. So I think they might have just they didn't want to do the, it. Yeah, but they we were probably scared of us for a couple of seconds, and it, it yeah, was chilling. Quite, I saw there was quite a lot of hipsters and people there. Was it didn't make sense. Yeah, you oh, come to the wrong show, ain't you, lads? It's the seven pm crowd for you. Yeah. Never mind, they probably just couldn't get tickets to the 9pm because they weren't quick enough. Yeah. But, you know, we're going to judge them for that. Um, we've got a few tweets. By the way, we'll be doing a Melchester and a Keegan for all you IFS uh, counters later in the week because obviously we're tied up. And we're going to be exhausted. We're going to need to decompress after this. We are, yeah. It's going to be tough, actually. Can I tell you that I 
as we've discussed, I'm a man who needs a great deal of validation. Yeah. Right. And it's going to be really tough on me in particular when this tour ends. Because like you pointed out earlier, I'd had a week at my summer compound club med. It was sensational on the best holidays ever. Straight into this tour. Bang. It's just one adrenaline rush after another. Adulation. Yeah. All the way through. Tomorrow, it's all over. And I'm really worried about an emotional crash. So my appeal to the cunters is, can you help me? Because Andy, I'm less worried about. He's quite a self-contained sort of bloke. And I think he'll just go back to his rig in Sunderland. I've just got ice blood. And yeah, and he'll just get back into I'll his. Reset me demons. He'll get back into his minutes. normal routine, right? He'll get stuck into his admin. I have a massive pile of washing to do. Yeah, that'll keep all that sort of stuff. Whereas I will be like just really glum, feeling sorry you need for to get myself. Out the I'm fucking up, mate. I've been in there. You know, it's only up the road from me. Yeah. I went to the Priory when I gave up booze. Do you know what I did? I no. turned myself in did at you? the Priory. I turned myself in. Did you hold your hands out ready to be cuffed? I did. I walked in. <laughs> I couldn't stop drinking and all the other stuff, right? And I tried loads. Of, I tried loads of times. All the crisps I was eating, it was out of control, right? Eating cheese straight out of the fridge at night when everyone's asleep. And I thought, this is fucking ridiculous. I went through all these things if I've got a car and cut down or... I'm going to give up or I'll only drink at weekends all that bollocks you try and try and keep and in the end it got me so fucking miserable because I, drinking is a joyous thing I don't I look at you on the cans and I envy you mm. because I think drinking is great and you all that can happen is you can ruin it for yourself if you're drinking to the extent that it's no longer fun yeah. you just it's a compulsion well, and you don't really and you're like regret you're like almost I don't know if you've ever what is the fucking... Is it Boys in the... No, it's not Boys in the Hood. It's a film where Chris Rock plays a crack addict. It's really fa- a really uh, famous film, but I can't remember what, from the 90s. And there's a great scene in it where he's he's a recovered crack addict and he gets clean and works really hard, but then he gets back on the crack because he's under so much stress. And there's a great... New Jack funny, City. New Jack City. Yeah. And he's lighting the I crack pipe. And as he lights the crack pipe, he's crying yeah. as he does it. Yeah. He's like, oh, I don't want to do it, but I'm doing it anyway. And that's what it feels like when you feel like you're drinking too much. You're like, I don't want this bit, but I'm, gonna dr- I'm drinking to do it. it. Yeah. So in the end, I thought, fuck this. The Priory's just up the road. That place is it's like really near me. It's walking distance. That'll put me nuts straight. I thought, fucking hell. I'm going to fucking waste it. I'm here fucking <laughs> freaking out every night. I might as well just go in there. So I walked in and it's like a big country. It's like a fancy like country house. I just fucking walked in. I'd read they did free assessments. I bowled in. I went. Like the Scientologists. I went. And they're on the street. Oh, I'm here them. for the free assessment. I'm here for the personality test. Yeah, exactly. And they go, oh, have you got one book? I went, no. And they, I said, but I'm here now. I'm prepared to wait. Right, I'm, listen. Listen, I'm pissed off me not, and it's only midday. But say, Was that what time of day it was? I, I walked, what time you I, went in? I walked in in the middle of the day, yeah. It was the same Were you drunk when you went in? No, I was probably hung over though, and I was probably I was probably seriously thinking of having a drink. Mm. I thought, fuck it, I'll walk in the priory, and they gave me a free assessment, and they just said, tell me how much you've drunk and how much other stuff you've done, drugs, etc. Over the last week, I gave a uh, honest audit, and the woman who is amazing because she's um, I still see her now, and she's a former addict herself. Mm. And so straight away in the first interaction we had, she used the word cunt. Mm. 
mm-hmm. and several fucks. And I thought, hey, she's on my this level. bird's for me. <laughs> Right, she's it wasn't my language. Like, lie there until it's about father. She was like, "Yeah, I mean, you know, when you fuck it, she's there. She's like a top person in her field in the fucking priory. Yeah, she's going, yeah, I mean, it's a fucking nightmare when you're up in the night. You feel a cunt, don't you? And you like fucking, you got pissed again, even though you promised yourself you wouldn't. You're doing yeah. the iron filings. So I went, yeah, this is what the last week's been. She went, right, you're what you've ruined it for yourself, effectively. Mm. So basically, you have to give up. I went, oh, I was thinking of cutting down. Went, you can't cut down. I fucking I'm going to some lemonade. She went, I'm fucking telling you now, you can't cut down. And she went, I will tell you now for nothing, mate. You can, If you want to give up forever, mm. I think I can help you. Mm-hmm. If you want to cut down, I'm really sorry I can't Fuck help off. you. Yeah, she was like, because there is no formula for that. Once you got to the stage where it's a, a problem, like it is clear for you, she went, if someone had worked out a successful way to cut down and stay cut down, yeah. then they'd be very rich. But it's not possible. So if you want to give up, come back and see me. Mm-hmm. If not, TT, TTFN, dickhead. Right that. I was like, all right. She went, come back in a couple of days when you thought it through. <laughs> I thought so it through. I'll fucking knock it on the head. Yeah. And she went, all right. And I see her now. And I can't remember why I brought that up. but um, I, would, I would say, I would add at this point as well, anyone listening, if, you, if you're in trouble... Um, talk to someone mm. and be honest with yourself and be honest you with got, them that, that is it you got to be honest with yourself and honest with them and it's quite good to go to someone independent it's, like that it's really easy to get into a really bad place yeah but if you go you to someone it, you who, who you that. sort of don't know it's really easy to sort of just be really honest I mean I found it to, in all honesty I found it easier with her because she straight away was like, yeah, I'm a former alcoholic and former heroin addict. And, you know, I, ca- I came here as a patient, mm. got be- nearly died, got better, s- decided that I wanted to be a therapist myself, did the training, bang, now I'm yeah. here, right? And so Telling then- Telling like, yeah, and, do no, it. and she said, whatever you've done, whatever, you, whatever you've done, however bad your drinking's been, however sordid it's been, you know, fucking having a vodka in your orange juice in the morning or whatever, yeah. whatever. She went, I'll fucking tell you now, I'll have done twice as bad. Yeah, yeah. And then you sort of think, oh, and that's why Alcoholics Anonymous is good for some people. Some people don't like it. I don't, I'm not one of these religious people who fucking goes all the time. Not religious, it's not a religious organisation. What I mean is, I don't go religiously, but I have been to meetings and I can fucking tell you they are blinding. <laughs> they are absolutely fucking blinding. They, if you like Top Flight Time Machine, my get along the ear. Yeah, you would like AA. Yeah, because it is people telling fucking hilarious stories. Yeah. Right, grim too. I'm not belittling it, but people are so fucking honest in it because yeah. you're all in it together. Yeah, and you think, and it also makes you up to the fact that look, you know, I'm a family man. I wasn't sort of like fucking Keith Richards I was just drinking too much I was like doing you know a bottle of wine at night after everyone's gone to bed or whatever you know and you'll realise that you don't have to be fucking pissing your pants on a park bench to have a a problem a drink problem and you'll see loads of other people like that there as well you think you're going to turn out and it's going to be a load of like fucking mad tramps so you get to overhaul your life get off the booze and you get some great entertainment as well Exactly. I know a bloke who's a literary agent and is a former addict and he has signed several successful authors <laughs> off the back of hearing them speak at AA meetings. That and that is that is actually true because you, you someone's got up, they've told this an anecdote. Yeah. 
just like I'm saying now in a way and it's so funny and entertaining and compelling and meaningful that he's like fucking going up after us go you ever thought of writing a book they, a few of them have had fucking bestsellers they're famous people now so they, I won't name I'm them just slurping from a kind of stellar yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't feel so good anymore yeah. maybe it's time to stop and also you think you'll stop being a laugh but like look at me I'm, yeah. Miss, I'm Johnny Funtime Totally. And I haven't had a drink in four and a half years. I'm still drinking and my reactions are sluggish at best. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there we are. Uh, I don't know how we got to that, but this has been another mini episode from Backstage at one of our shows. The last show on this leg. We're doing more in November. Newcastle, Liverpool, Manchester, Birmingham, Brighton, Bristol, Cardiff. Probably in that order, thereabouts. It's gonna, they're going to be if they're anything like this, they're going to be fucking blinding. Yeah, you, come along. If you it, love this, if you love this podcast, you will fucking love our live show. You really will. The live shows, that. the live shows, better than the podcast, and that's saying something because I think the podcast's good. Uh, and we'll do some more in early next year as well. So, um, so f- that's it for us for now. We're going to go on stage in about fifteen minutes. So, uh, fuck off. Fuck you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.